Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, I trust that you're getting this podcast each and every week, but if you're not, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, several weeks back, I began a topic called How to Discern the Jezebel Spirit. That was all part of the teaching that I was doing on the gift of discerning of spirits. That's the supernatural ability from the Holy Spirit to actually discern the spirit behind the matter, whether it's God, whether it's demonic or something in between, because God wants us to be in the know. And so I began that topic and I intended to finish that topic. Unfortunately, we were hit with what? The COVID, the coronavirus and all of all of that stuff. And so it just seemed more appropriate for the past few weeks to actually just deal with topics in connection to that. But I'm moving on now. I hope you are too. And so I want to jump back into the gift of discerning of spirits, specifically how to discern the Jezebel spirit and actually finish that teaching out. And so we understand that there are powers and principalities and and hosts of wickedness and rulers of darkness according to Ephesians 6:12 that there are some territorial spirits that actually do more than just possess the average person. They actually control whole regions and territories and and a whole bunch of other stuff. And you know that's until the people of God rise up in prayer and use their authority to to stomp that stuff out. But until then, we are often dealing with things that we don't understand because we don't understand our enemy. For example, the spirit of Leviathan is very different than a python spirit. The spirit of Mammon is very different from a spirit of Jezebel. And all of these territorial types of spirits, and you can find them in the Bible, well, all of them, you know, they have certain characteristics and they also require a certain strategy to overcome them. And that's across the board. And so we need to learn how our enemy operates so that we can identify our enemy when it's in operation and also know how to overcome it because each one is different. And so when it comes to the Jezebel spirit, there's so much misunderstanding about this spirit. And that's why we're not defeating it. We're not overcoming it in a lot of dimensions. And so that's why I began the, this topic. Unfortunately, I didn't finish it out, but, but let's, let's keep going. Let's keep talking about this. Now, just to encapsulate and just to quickly review, the Jezebel spirit, we see it show up in the Old Testament and the New Testament, these women who were named Jezebel. Now they weren't the same women, but they had the same characteristics. And I don't think that was an accident. And and I had shared in the last podcast that I was dealing with a woman in our church who seemed to fit those characteristics that, that we see on the women named Jezebel in the Old and the New Testaments. What was it? Well, the classic description of somebody who has a Jezebel spirit or who's under the influence of a Jezebel spirit is that they're controlling, they're manipulative, they're falsely prophetic, they're prideful, seductive, intimidating, deceptive, and most of all, they have a hatred for authority. And so I had shared last podcast on this topic that we were dealing with somebody who carried those characteristics and successfully orchestrated an affair that was very devastating in our church when my husband and I were first 
first-time pastors. And so I came to discover through some study that this person who orchestrated the affair, she didn't have the affair, but she orchestrated it, definitely, for sure. There's no question about that. Well, she fit this category. She fit the description, the classic description of someone who has a Jezebel spirit. And so I washed my hands of her. You know, we cleaned it all up. We we cleaned everything out and, and people moved on. And, and I just washed my hands of her thinking, you know, she has a Jezebel spirit. So what more responsibility do I have towards this person? Well, years later, I began to ask myself another question. I was thinking, well, how does a person get like that? How does a person actually gain those kind of attributes and reflect so deeply that the characteristics of someone under the influence of a Jezebel spirit. And I'm, and then further on, I was thinking, how does somebody come out of that? It just seems like it's so strong and it's so evil. And the portrayal of these women in the Bible and and the spirit of it, the, the harlotry spirit that we see in Revelations chapter 17, you know, we see the characteristics. It just seems like it's impossible to overcome. Well, I'm here to tell you something. It's not impossible possible to overcome but for most of us who've had any sort of dealings with this at all but maybe not a lot of teaching or some some traditional teaching you haven't overcome it you haven't seen victory in it and those that are under its influence the only thing we've been able to do is actually cast them out of our environment rather than cast the spirit out of them. And so that's what I want to address. I want to address what's going on here and what to do about it. So when it comes to the Jezebel spirit, Jesus gives a sure remedy. What does he say? Revelations chapter 2 verses 20 to 22. He says, nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I've given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her on a bed of suffering. I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely unless they repent of her ways. Here, Jesus emphasizes repentance. Now, many people have been trying to cast a Jezebel spirit out of somebody. That hasn't worked. I know all of my teens, whenever they've done it, it hasn't worked. That person may even manifest and appear like something spiritual is happening to them when they're going through that kind of deliverance for a Jezebel spirit. However, we know the demon hasn't been cast out of them because they don't change. And so unless they change, then obviously we're not doing this right. So what does Jesus say? He says that he wants her to repent. I've given her time to repent. That's what he says. So what's the remedy for somebody who's under the influence of a Jezebel spirit? The remedy is repentance, right? Repentance. So changing one's mind, changing one's mind about adultery, changing one's mind about, about control and hatred for authority, changing one's mind about being manipulative and prideful. That's the remedy that Jesus gives for somebody who is reflecting a Jezebel spirit. And so he says, you got to repent. So what does that mean? It means that the stronghold must be in the mind. Maybe this 
person that has the Jezebel characteristics is not possessed in the traditional sense with a demon that we can just cast out and and the person begins to transform and change and become a nicer person. Maybe it's different. Maybe with this one, we actually have to go after the mind. I'm here to tell you, this is why you haven't been able to cast a Jezebel spirit out of anybody. It's because you don't cast a demon out in the traditional sense. This one has to come under the conviction of the Holy Spirit, the grace of the Holy Spirit, and actually change their mind. Now you're probably thinking, well, that's easy enough. We just have to change our mind. Unfortunately, the way she got that way was through sinister, targeted, evil, demonic circumstances. She doesn't get like that without a reason. There was something that happened to her. Now, could have happened to a man as well, but most of the time, this is this is about women. Something so devastating has happened to her that she begins to formulate thoughts and ideas inside of her mind as a result of it. What happens? She doesn't get possessed with a spirit. She actually becomes Jezebel inside of her mind. That's why it's so difficult to get these these ones to change because there's a stronghold in the mentality. There's a stronghold in the mind and they have to repent and change their mind in order to get free. And what does that feel like? It feels like a death experience to let go of those mindsets. It is so difficult for somebody with that mindset to actually turn around unless the Lord intervenes. And so we're going to talk more about that in the next podcast. Maybe you're listening and this is you. I want to help you. So let's let's talk about this next time. I want to thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.